Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host as always, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, I have Pam Corgan. Pam is with Arbonne International, working with nutrition, skincare, makeup, and so many other wonderful things. Pam is also the executive director of SYNC, Seeking Your Niche in Christ. Pam does a lot of amazing work with this organization, a lot of amazing work with Arbonne. And she's telling us today all about the work that she does, as well as some of her inspiration, like her son, Grant Corgan, and his movie, The Push, based on his real life experience with being paralyzed after an accident and pulling himself through to the South Pole. Literally. Stay tuned. This is a great episode. Hi, Pam. Welcome to the show. I am so happy that you're here. Thank you for being here with me today. You are so welcome, Kara. I am so happy to be here with you. I'm so glad we met over a virtual cup of coffee. And this is what came from that. I am so thrilled. I'm so glad you reached out. I, you know, we talked a few weeks ago and it was such a delightful conversation. And I've been so excited ever since we talked to talk to you a little bit more and hear even more about the work that you do. And I think our listeners will be really interested to hear because you do a lot of great things and you do a lot of things that are unexpected as well. And I think that that's a really, really exciting thing. And I'm super excited to talk to you today about all these things. Um, And I think a good place to start is to talk about the work that you do specifically with Arbonne, because that's kind of how we connected. There's a lot more amazing stuff that you do that we'll get into. Um, but I really want to talk starting with Arbonne. So tell me about the work that you do, why you do it, and and kind of what drew you to working with Arbonne. Absolutely. I'm happy to do that. Well, I have been a student of nutrition for many, many years and always looking for ways to be healthy. And what I found with Arbon is these products actually bring results. My husband did the healthy living program and he's a cowboy. I have a hard time getting him to eat a salad, let alone have <laughs> vegetables. He might eat one little tiny piece of broccoli, you know, right, right. he would put on his plate and he did the healthy living program. And after that was over, he came back to me and said, honey, I want to do that nutrition again because I felt so much better. Well, from the time he started, fast forward about six months, he'd lost nearly 50 pounds and was off of almost all of his medication, which really spoke to me. So I began to look into the products and found that they were toxin-free, that they did not have many of the things that American products have. I looked into the company and found it was a very solid company that was over 40 years old. And I looked into a lot of the research. I found that their ingredient policy is the strictest around the world. Arbonne is the number one company for healthy living inside and out uh, because of that ingredient policy. Mm -hmm. So that really excited me because here's a person who's been on the hunt. I've been looking, reading labels, going to store after store, and I found what I was looking for with Arbonne. That's awesome. I mean, I love hearing things like that because it's such a good feeling when you find what you're looking for and it's powerful because you feel like, here it is. This is what I need. And I love the story that your husband was involved, you know, that, that his results were so 
powerful for you that spoke to you so deeply that it pushed you to find out more. And I think that that's really special because, you know, this may sound silly, but a lot of the time husbands aren't terribly interested in what we do. They're not terribly interested in taking care of themselves. And the fact that your husband was and wanted to do something for himself and that then triggered you to, to find out more for yourself, kind of like business-wise and personally, that's really cool. And I, I just, there's something really nice about hearing that story. So thank you for sharing that. I agree with that. And we've been married 53 years. We were married in 1968. Congrats. And after we were married, we lost both of our dads Mm. to heart attacks. And these are things that possibly could have been prevented. Neither one of our dads uh, exercised regularly. Neither one of them had good eating habits. Um, Neither, both of them had stress. I mean, there are many, many factors that led to... um, us losing them early. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I've really been on a mission to keep my husband healthy. Now, I don't ever want to be the food police and I refuse to be a nag. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, I all of these years, I've been looking for a way to help the man be healthy. And when I found Arbon and he was happy with Arbon as well and willing to do the program and will found that he felt so much better that his Uh, stuffiness in his nose was better, that his mental clarity was better, he was sleeping better, all of those things that really spoke to me. And so because I'm a constant learner, I wanted to find out more. And Uh then the thing that happened next was I wanted to share what I found with everyone. So that was the beginning of my Arbonne business, because I was so excited about what I had found. And I wanted to share it. That is so awesome. And I, I, that in itself is powerful to, you know, you know, you're saying all these things that are speaking to me so deeply because it's not just making a difference for you. It's knowing this made a difference in my life. I need to make a difference in other people's lives. And that that's powerful when you feel so strongly about what's happening in your life that you want to help other people maybe not get the same results, but to feel better, to have a better, happier, longer life. And there's just not much better than that. So I, I think that's really great. You that's know, the really funny great. thing that happened, Kara, I didn't really intend to start a business. I really, honestly, <laughs> I'm in my Always middle. Always how it goes. <laughs> I, I was not looking to start a business. It really was not something on my radar. But as I began to share with people, People said to me, where can I buy this stuff? Where can I buy it? And um, so, well, all right. I know where you can find buy, buy. I know where you can find it. You can buy it for me. Well, that began the growth of my business. That's so so my cool. business began to grow. And then what I found is that there were many people that were looking for a second stream of income. Mm-hmm. I have a, a number of single moms. I, you know, uh, college students that, you know, don't want to have a, um, an hourly job where they have to show up. They want something more flexible so they can have time to study that sort of thing. And Arbonne's the answer. I really am so excited about the possibility that anyone that's willing to work, and it is work, mm-hmm. um, that you can have your own business. It's $49 to start a business for heaven's sakes. And you know, you do it at your own rate. If there's no penalty, if you don't do anything with it, you just get a bigger discount. Right. So I think it's a win-win situation all around. And I sort of just fell into something that I really wasn't looking for, but it's been awesome. That's so cool. And, you know, something that you said really like struck me that, you know, it's, it's such, 
starting a business, no matter how it is, no matter what your business is, there can be a lot of pressure with it because sometimes there's no guidance. Sometimes there's a huge investment. Sometimes there's not. And it's, it's very difficult, especially like you said, you know, when you're looking for an additional revenue stream, you just need some money coming in and whether it's full-time or part-time, it's not always clear what a good opportunity is. And people make themselves crazy sometimes thinking, what can I possibly do to support myself, my family, whatever. And I think that's really great because it is, it's a huge opportunity and there's so much opportunity behind it. So I think that's really cool. And I like how you explained that because, you know, it always makes me think revenue stream. It's not always black and white. There's a lot of in between and here's a great opportunity for kind of whatever you want to do with it. And that's really, really cool. You said something in that, that is, was super important to me. And you had said many times when you start a business, you feel alone. You don't have a lot of guidance. That totally was not the case. One of the reasons that I chose Arbonne was because of the support Mm -hmm. and the encouragement that everybody gave. Um, There's an abundance mentality. There's really not any feeling of competition. There is more a feeling of, let me help you. We're in this together. Let's work together as a team. And I truly felt supported and encouraged. There was so much I had to learn. Kara, I could barely work Facebook when I started this business. Well, Facebook (laughs) can be kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, it was, I really was, I I mean, I'm a dinosaur. I'm old. Like I said, I'm in my mid seventies. So there was so much to learn, especially when the pandemic hit and then I you know, Instagram and, you know, LinkedIn and all of these other things, but I had so much help. It was really incredible. And that's something that I've loved. And honestly, the Arbonne community has given me uh, the ability to have so many wonderful relationships, so many new friends, and not just in my hometown, but really all across the nation. Uh, I just, I love the people that have a similar mindset to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Yes. have a similar mindset to be positive and make wise choices and to just support one another. It's been truly um, exciting for me. I think that is such a huge thing, especially, you know, it sounds silly, but as women, you know, we spend so much of our lives, like with this competition thing, especially younger women, like girls, I should say, there's so much competition among girls. And then when you get older, There's, especially when you look at social media, there can be so much competition and there's this big shift happening that I've noticed, you know, especially during the pandemic where women are really wanting to support each other and be a community rather than competing with each other. So what you're saying is speaking to me very deeply because this shift is happening and it's such an amazing thing to see that we can all be together, work together, refer to each other and do all these things together and make a bigger difference in this world together. So I think that's really cool that, that, that you said that because that is exactly, exactly what it's about. Community. That is what gets you further in life is working with others. You can't have everything for yourself. So why compete with each other? Share it, share it with each other and work with each other and help each other grow. You know, there was a, a, a wise man, JFK, that said, uh, rising tides lift all boats. How you do better in this business is by helping others. Absolutely. And there's, a, there's another piece of it that I love. And I love what you were doing as the hormonal mama is okay. that <laughs> you feel comfortable to be authentic 
that we feel uh, comfortable in being vulnerable and mm-hmm. sharing the real us. We don't have to put on a plastic face. We don't have to pretend. We can say, these are my real struggles. You know, do you have any suggestions? You know, this is what I dealt with. Is there anything that you have found in your health journey that might be a benefit to me? Well, I, you know, that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. I always tell people, you know, I, I see myself as two things. I'm a resource for women going through infertility, pregnancy, and postpartum because I've been there personally and I have years and years of professional experience. So I can be a resource, but I can only be a resource for so many things. So the other thing is being a resource library. It is so important to me to be able to direct women to other, well, I mean, I'll direct them to whoever works best for them, but I particularly like directing women to other women who can help them with whatever it is in their life that they need the help with. And, you know, I I just, I use my own experience. I'm so open about my experiences because I felt crazy during each of my journeys and needing support and guidance and help and all these different things. And it's just the most important thing to me is help other women to not feel as completely bonkers. (laughs) as I felt when I went through these crazy times. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still feel bonkers most of the time, but (laughs) (laughs) at least now I know that there's so many amazing, talented women out there that can help in so many different ways. And that to me is what makes such a difference. So thank you for saying that. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of things, actually. I, you know, we've talked about your work with Arbonne. but prior to working with Arbon, what kind of work did you do? Did you do other work? I mean, this is something that I've been asking a lot of people lately um, because I'm noticing with a lot of women in particular, they're having at a certain point in their life, at any point in their life where they have this shift and they say, you know, I'm not happy doing what I've been doing. I'm going to try something else or just you know, me, I'm transitioning into a different direction than I had for the past 20 years. And so that's something that's been really intriguing to me lately is, did you, what, what did you do prior to Arbonne? Right out of college, I began teaching school. I was an educator. I started teaching second grade. I did that for 14 years. And then I taught young children in a music school. Um, all the time, I feel like I am a learner. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an educator to others, but basically all that is, is just passing on the things that I have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I raised my family and um, I basically was retired for many years and I love to do things outdoors. As far as I'm concerned, any day outdoors is a great day. Agreed. I love to hike and backpack and kayak and ski and I love to do all of those things like ride a mountain bike and go camping. So I was retired and just enjoying my life. But when I found Arbonne, it became very clear to me that I had a responsibility. I had a responsibility to share what I had found with others to help them be healthy. Mm -hmm. And that was really important to me. So that's another reason I began to share what I found. Because like I said, I'd been looking for many, many years um, for some good products. Um, one of the things that happened to me when I was pregnant, and this is something that I would love to share on your program, is that <clears throat> it was my, for, excuse me, 
<laughs> we have allergy season here. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. yeah we're, we're authentic. That time right? of year. <laughs> um, and, and let me give you a disclaimer. We're not doctors. We don't claim to cure anything with our yeah. bodies. Um, but in my first pregnancy, I just felt terrible. I was teaching school and I felt so awful. I had to sit down and lean against the wall to brush my teeth. I mean, I just was totally out of energy. I didn't know why I felt bad. I kept calling the doctor and he thought I was being a baby about it. He said, it's just morning sickness. You know, you'll be fine and whatever. Well, that culminated in a real disastrous evening where my husband's best friend was opening his new orthodontic office. And I had gone directly from school to help his wife set up. And one side of the room had alcoholic beverages and the other side didn't, but it had sugary punch and cookies and that sort of thing. Now here, I have not had any dinner. I didn't really know a lot at that point in my life about nutrition and uh, glycemic index and blood Mm. sugar. Mm -hmm. So I, as the evening wore on, began to stumble and slur my words and... Oh, goodness. My husband on one side and his friend on the other marched me. Here I am big as a barn pregnant to the room where they do the x-rays and set me in the x-ray chair and said, sit here until the party's over. Oh, and goodness. they thought I had been drinking. Oh, I said, no. I've not been drinking. I know which side of the room is alcohol. I'm pregnant for heaven's sakes. I'm not going to risk the life of my child to have some, you know, alcoholic punch or anything else to drink. And I said, I don't know what's wrong, but I feel terrible. So at that point, we decided that we should have a second opinion from a different doctor. Mm -hmm. And I would just encourage your listeners that, you know, check with your doctor. Perhaps you have an underlying condition. Maybe there's something that doctor hasn't found. And remember, you hire the doctor. Right. With midwife, doctor, whatever. I'm so glad you said that. You hire the doctor. If doctor's not serving you well, look for another. Feel uh-huh. free to get a second opinion. So the second doctor immediately called for a glucose test. And they told me to take an entire day off work. Like I said, I was teaching school, which I did. And my um, uh, my friend took me to the lab. They said I'd be there most of the day. I drink the orange ick. And within 20 minutes, my blood sugar had dropped down into the upper thirties. Oh my goodness. Really hypoglycemic. Okay. There was a reason I was feeling so bad. My blood sugar was tanking, but I didn't know it. And why would you doctor number one didn't bother to find out anyway. So at that point I really began to read everything I could about nutrition, read everything I could about protein and read everything I could about refined sugars and all of those things. So that child is now 46 years old. So it's been a lot of years, (laughs) but that was really the beginning of me searching uh, for better nutrition for my family and and for me. That's, I gotta just say, that's an amazing story because that right there is a testament to knowing your body you know when something is not right and it can be really really hard to say okay well the doctor said everything's fine so everything's fine but something that i think a lot of women forget is you know your body you're the only one who knows your body you've been in your body your whole life when something doesn't feel right especially with pregnancy because pregnancy is so strange we all anyone who's ever been pregnant knows pregnancy is bizarre There's so many different things that happen during pregnancy, regardless of whether you have a normal, healthy pregnancy or complications like I had, 
when you don't feel quite right and something just isn't right, you need to get that second opinion. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did or else, you know, who knows? And I think that's, that's something really inspiring that your own personal experience kind of started you on a path that you didn't know then was eventually going to take you in a completely different direction. And that's something really cool about life. I think just, you know, a little philosophical statement <laughs> that life does that to us. It takes us in different directions. And sometimes we don't know it for 46 years. <laughs> so I think, I think that's really cool. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind is listening to your body and, you know, doing the right things for your body. Um, I, you know, I was going to ask you why you're passionate about the work that you do, but I feel like you kind of answered that because like, you're obviously passionate for a multitude of reasons and that's really cool. I mean, I, I kind of feel like asking you that question would be redundant, <laughs> um, but there is something really important that I wanted to talk to you about um, that we had talked about a few weeks ago when we spoke and this is something that, you know, after we spoke really stayed with me for, for, a, for days. And I think that it's really special that, that you do this work. So last time that you and I talked, you told me about work that you do with women who are recovering from sex trafficking. And that's something so important that I feel like we need to talk about it. I, I, I feel like it's important to know what the work is that you do because it, it's just so very, very important. So I would love to hear more about that. I agree. It is tremendously important. And about 20 years ago, I didn't even realize that was a situation in the United States. Uh -huh. Sex trafficking was something that happened in third world countries. I had no idea it was right here in our American cities. Yep. So how I got involved in helping with that, Kara, is I am the director of a 501c3. Um, the name is SYNC, S-Y-N-C, which is an acronym for Seek Your Niche in Christ. Um, you don't have to be a Christian to um, help in our organization, but uh, we do reach out into our community in the name of Jesus um, to love and care and have compassion. Um, and we reach out to many organizations that are not Christian, but one of the organizations that we help and what we do is we come alongside these organizations. So for this, this particular one um, that, that rescues girls from sex trafficking, we help with the survivors. Um, we help with uh, Valentine parties. We make them wonderful dinners. Everything we do, we do with excellence. We make them uh, goodie bags and presents. We do things for their children. Um, we just recently did um, a, a beach party for, I think we had 22 kids. We put together beach blankets with beach toys and things inside. We uh, help the kids do Mother's Day presents that they could give to their moms and um, oh gosh, uh, Easter baskets and Christmas stockings and things like that, birthday parties. But we also help with other organizations. The Women and Children's Center of the Sierra uh -huh. here in Nevada, it reaches out to the poorest of women. Many of the women have been brought here and dumped actually, and many of them don't speak English. Uh, some of them live several family units in an apartment. 
um, we help them. Um, one of the main things that we do and our women, so seek your niche and maybe I should go back to that. So <laughs> some women love to cook. Okay. Some women hate to cook and they love to sew. Some women love to do arts and crafts. If you have a desire to help, I will find a place for you to serve. That might be, if you're 89 years old, you're probably not going to be helping at the food pantry lifting crates, but I bet I could find a rocking chair for you in the hospital to rock some crack babies. So what our organization does is we connect the ones who are willing to serve with the needs in our community. So some of the gals who sew, we have made many, many fleece sleeping bags for the children that sleep on cold floors. Now think about it. If you are a baby baby, you have two-year-olds, two-year-old mm-hmm. twins, you're going to sleep in the bed with mama and stay warm. But let's say they get to be four, five, six years old. They're probably not going to be in the bed with mama because who knows, mama may have another baby by then. So where are they going to be on the floor and the floor is cold? Our women makes fleece sleeping bags and they're really cute. I mean, we have trains and planes and all kinds of things for the boys and butterflies and, you know, so forth for the little girls. And they just love them. Our, some of our women make lap blankets for the elderly that are in wheelchairs. They uh, make little caps for preemies and newborns at the hospital. Whatever you have a desire to do, we will find a place for you to help. And I think it's so important. We have agencies like our our one that helps with sex trafficking. It's called Awaken here in Reno, awakenreno.org, if you want to go to their website. And they are doing amazing work. So what our purpose is, we come alongside and we support them in their work. There are many other agencies in our community, life-changing community outreach. We help them raise over $200,000 to build a playground in downtown. Because the children that lived in the motels and cars and whatever in our inner city didn't have a place to play. It was miles to a playground. Um, We help with after school programs. We help with, oh my goodness, um, many, many different things. Food distribution. Um, If there's a need our, our uh, organization is contacted and I just put it, we put it out to the ladies, you know, okay, what do we think girls? Uh, Can we help with this? Is there something that we can do? Um, The Good Shepherd Clothes Closet takes in donations and were recently contacted by many of the high schools. And we were asked if we would go to some of the school events like uh, football games and so forth and run tables where we could hand out clothing. We work with Eddie House. Eddie House in our community helps homeless youth. These are children that have been aged out of foster care. So say they're 16 to 24 years old and they have nowhere to go. And so what we do is we run a boutique there. We go every Thursday and we put together, um, we take the bags of donations and we, the things that are good, we hang them up according to size and uh, uh, you know, whatever kind they are, or fold them and size the jeans and so forth and so on. Um, and we have many, many opportunities for people to serve in our community. I am so blown away. I really am because you know, it's such an important thing to help others. I've always felt very strongly about that, that life is complicated and we live in a very complicated world where we all have needs, but there are situations where the needs are so great and I can't even put my, the words in my head into words. That doesn't make sense. Exactly. That's what's happening. I can't even like properly formulate my, my sentence. I think the work that you do is 
amazing. There, there, there are so many words that I want to use to describe how moved I am that you do this kind of work to help people because we're all people and support in any possible way is how you move forward in life and being able to provide support for people who need it for simple little things and much bigger things. These are all amazing things. So I want to thank you for sharing that with us, um, with me, with our audience here. I, I, I'm very moved by what you're saying. I I'm feeling emotional because it's so powerful to, 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 I have no words. There are no words to describe it. It's just that happens with women and we, we are not a church organization. We're a parachurch organization. Uh, Anyone can come. There's no membership. You just come and plug in. Many of our women travel. They, you know, have other things that they do. So they come and help when they can. I believe we have women from 15 different churches that come and help. And what it, what it fosters is a sense of um, sisterhood, a sense of togetherness, a sense of joy, and a sense of being able to give back, which I think is incredibly important to the human soul, to not just have things for ourselves, not to look within and not to look at our own problems, but to lift our eyes and look out and see where we can add value to the lives of others. You said that so beautifully. Is that your mission statement? Because it sure should be. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess it could be sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just, oh, it's so beautiful. And, and I just love hearing that. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this amazing, amazing work that you do. Um, I would like to ask you, and I know that, that we talked about this briefly, and I know this can be kind of a, a, a loaded question, but with everything that you do, all of the amazing things that you do with your foundation, with Arbon, how can you help women who are going through infertility, pregnancy, postpartum, any of these areas where they're dealing with, well, you know, the hormonal ups and downs, but the hormonal ups and downs affect every aspect of their lives. These three very complex periods in many women's lives. I, I would love to know how you can help these women. Cause I know you can. <laughs> I'm so happy that you asked me that because it truly is exciting to me. I think the very first thing that I would say to a woman going through these kinds of situations, whether that's pregnancy, postpartum or menopausal ups and downs is what is your mindset? Everything mm. that you are going to do for your body begins right here. Absolutely. Are you choosing to be positive? Are you choosing to pick your eyes up off of your problems and look out and see what you can do and where you can go and how you can move forward? Are you willing to do the work to make a change? Are you striving to tell yourself good input? What stories do you tell yourself? Oh, I'm a loser. I'm so ugly today and I'm an idiot. I'll never get this right. Are you telling yourself, you know, I am, I am, I am well able to do what I'm setting out to do. I am smart. I am capable. I have whatever it takes to move forward in life. If you That's can tell right. those good stories, if you can speak those affirmations to yourself and you can choose to move forward, not that it's easy. Sometimes it takes really hard, hard work. 
I think that's really important. And then another thing I think is really important to remember. And Carrie, you told me that your little ones were having trouble taking a nap, which yeah, they were. <laughs> you're in. It's a season. It won't last forever. Yeah. You always have two-year-olds, you know? And if you can look at it like right now I'm pregnant, I won't always be pregnant. Let me enjoy this pregnancy yes. and let me make the most of every single day. You know, we're only given a certain number of days and life can be long. It can be short. We don't know. And, you know, we don't know what tomorrow will bring, but we have today. So let's make the most of today. Maybe, maybe you, you're postpartum and you're just feeling kind of blue. You know, you're feeling like my body is not what it used to be. I can't, I don't look so great in that bikini anymore. And, you know, I just, I don't have energy. I haven't slept. I've got huge circles under my eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, understand that it's a season that you're in. You won't always be in that season. And if we can learn to love every single season, I think that goes a long way to bring joy to our lives. So I'd say the first thing I talk to them about is mindset. Uh -huh. And then the second thing that I have learned too, that holistic health, and I used to have this very strange view of hol holistic health. I thought, well, maybe it's some weird something that you had to take all these. Weird <laughs> oh my goodness. You're not alone. <laughs> or, you know, who knows? But what I found is that it, what it really means is do everything you can to make your entire life, your, your, not just your body, but your entire life to be the best that it can be. Mm -hmm. And whether that's your relationships, whether that's the way you love your children, the way you love your husband, the way you love your neighbors, whatever that looks like, do everything you can to be the best that you can be. Now, self-care is important. It's like when we go on an airplane, you know, and they make all the announcements, they say, put the oxygen mask on you first, then you can help someone else. Mm -hmm. So taking care of your body is super important. Just like we take care of our vehicles, our cars, if you don't put the right kind of oil in your car, I mean, my husband does all that, but I don't <laughs> the right amount of PSI in your tires and such and such and so forth, then your, your car, your vehicle is not going to perform for you very well. If we don't do that for our own bodies, our own bodies will not perform for us well. So what does that mean? Well, let's talk about our hydration. How much water should you drink? Well, we should drink a minimum of half our body weight in water. Okay. So let's just say, you know, uh, to round it off, if, if you weigh 120 pounds, half of your body weight would be 60 ounces. Well, a quart's 32 ounces, so you're going to drink two quarts of water a day minimum, okay? Now, if it's really hot and you're doing a lot of sweating, if you're out on the, the trail and you're hiking, you need to drink more. If you're drinking caffeine, which is a diuretic, you need to drink more. But that's a good rule of thumb. What about sleep? Do you mm. try to go to sleep at a regular time at night and wake up at a regular time in the morning? How is your sleep? Are you able to sleep in a deep sleep and your REM sleep? through the night? Are you getting enough oxygen? I know one of the things that I found, which I was totally shocked about was I wasn't getting enough oxygen. Mm. as I started. So they put me on one of those silly CPAP masks, which mm -hmm. is okay, great. If that helps me get more oxygen, that's what I need to do. Like I said, the choices aren't always the easiest choices, but we yeah. have to be willing to do the hard work to make us better. And Definitely. then managing stress. What do you do when you're stressed? You know, um, 
Do you go to the refrigerator and get out the ice cream? Do you go on a walk? What do you do when you're stressed? And how can you avoid being stressed? One of the ways that I avoid stress, and I know you're going to laugh, Kara. So I like to do everything ahead of time. My mm-hmm. husband does things last minute. So I learned over half a century ago, <laughs> if we are going on a trip, I get all of my things ready about three days in advance. That's smart. So that this last minute thing, I can just be all calm and be helpful. Whereas I if it. I do my stuff last minute as well, I would be freaking out. Mm-hmm. So what do we do to manage stress? That's super important. And then I think another thing that's really important and whether you're young or whether you're old is movement. And yes. that doesn't mean you have to go and run 10 miles. It doesn't mean that you have to go and kill yourself and, you know, do a Zumba class and, you know, I'm not going to do jumping jacks. This <laughs> <laughs> mean that we move. Okay. Right. Right. We do it consistently every day. Because what that does is strengthen our heart, strengthen our cardiovascular, as we know from all the gym teachers we've heard and so forth. And that puts more oxygen in your brain. And so you're going to be more alert. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel like doing more. So movement is super important. And then the next thing is nutrition. And that's Uh where Arbonne comes in. Because if you are pregnant, you are going to need more protein. Because you're not only furnishing protein for your body, but you're also furnishing it for that baby as well. Now, your first trimester, you may not feel like eating anything. This might not be so good, especially vegetables. You might think of a vegetable. Oh, my gosh. Well, our greens, our, our, green, our greens have all the purples, all the yellows, all, you know, if you just have that, then you know, you fed your body the nutrition that it needs. Uh Um, Our protein is super digestible. It's all plant-based protein. And to have a shake that tastes like ice cream is amazing. Definitely. Um, Prebiotics, probiotics, those help our digestive system. Um, The cleanse, many times when we're pregnant, we have a tendency to be constipated. Uh That can be a real, yeah, not miserable. Yeah. And so our fiber, I've learned that fiber is super important. And even now, I shouldn't say even, but especially at my age, especially Uh as you get older, things kind of tend to slow down. Uh Fiber is key. Very important. So all of those things are really important. You know, if you're postpartum, your milk supply, you're going to need optimum nutrition for your milk supply. You also need it to get your body healed because even though and I was guilty of this. I thought, oh my gosh, I've gained this weight. I've got to cut my, my food down because you know I've got to lose this weight. Well, if you've just had a baby, your body has all kinds of adjustments that it needs to, to make to heal you and to provide milk for that little baby. And the other thing is that you need that good nutrition for is whether it's in pregnancy or whether postpartum, um, you might not be feeling so pretty. I mean, uh-huh. you, your face might have broken out. You maybe put on some weight. Maybe you got a little double chin. You know, you got a little love handle around uh-huh. each other. Whatever that. <laughs> Don't might I work. know it? <laughs> yeah. And so, the, the more quality nutrition, the better nutrients that you can give your body, the better your body has a chance to burn every calorie you eat into energy. You see, if we don't have the right nutrition, here's what happens. If we don't have the right nutrition, then the stove in our body, the burning mechanism, and you know, I'm using this theoretically, of course, but if it doesn't have everything it needs to burn that calorie, it says, hey, dude, I don't know what to do with this one. Let's just stick it on this hip mm. because it can't, doesn't know what to do with it. But if you 
have given your body everything it needs, then when that calorie hits your stove, it's a no problem at all. Throw it in there. We're going to burn this one. We're going to make some energy. So that's why it is vital that you give your body everything it needs, especially if you're trying to heal, especially if you're trying to lose weight. And that goes for menopausal as well, because many times when we have the hormone up and down of, of, you know, that whole situation going on and I ended up having a hysterectomy. So mine was really crazy for a while. And you're, you're freezing cold and your teeth are chattering and you're burning up and sweating all over the place. And your husband's turning the thermostat up and down. And finally you just say, forget it. Let me just take the blanket and put it on and off. Right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you burst into tears and he says, honey, why are you crying? And you go, I don't know. I just am. Okay. I know. I'm <laughs> crying. I know. So you have all of these things going on and maybe you're depressed. Maybe you feel like, oh, I just don't feel good. I don't feel like calling my friends. I don't feel like getting out and taking a walk. I don't feel like doing anything. What is it that we need? We need to go back to that mindset and we need to make a choice. I don't feel good, but I am choosing to feel better. And I will do the hard work to help my body feel better. So we go back to that mindset and we make the choice even though I don't feel like getting out of bed, even though I don't feel like getting up off this couch, even if I don't feel like taking a shower, I'm going to do it because that's what's going to make me better. So I think that's how I would help um, the, the, the women that you're talking about, because I've been there. I've uh-huh. been, I mean, I have grandchildren that are teenagers now and you know they're going through some hormones themselves right now. Uh-huh. And so I've been I've been the gamut of the whole hormone thing. Not that I know a whole lot. All I can tell you about is my experience. I am not a not a professional. I just have to say, sometimes personal experience trumps everything, <laughs> especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. So hey, <laughs> it's that personal experience where you can relate and say, "Listen, I know exactly what you're going through. Let me tell you what worked for me." <laughs> so I I think that's all amazing. Amazing. I love it. Um, I want to change gears for a couple of minutes and talk about some fun stuff. Um, I, you know, I, I, I love asking this because I think it is so interesting and it makes people really think about themselves. Can you tell me three people who have had the most influence on you? I know that's a, a, a loaded question. But it's one of my favorites because it makes people think and, you know, knowing who's really influential in your life, whether it's people you know or not, is just something really interesting. And it, I just would like to preface by saying it doesn't have to be three. Three is just a number that I like. It can be 12 and it can be one. So anyway, floor is yours. I love this question. All right. Well, I thought of three. So we'll oh, go through all right. You said three. I'm a rule follower. So I like it. <laughs> uh, the first person that has influenced my life is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The example that he set in loving people and having compassion for people and caring for people has really been the example that I want my life to follow. I want to serve others well. I want to see others through his eyes and serve them well. So I, that would be my number one person. I think another person, and maybe it's just because recently I've read so many of his books, is John Maxwell. 
Mm. John Maxwell has been uh, an amazing, amazing uh, mentor to me, not personally, because I've never met him in person, but through his books. And I believe that he has done an, an incredible job of breaking up the principles of leadership to a way, to a, uh, a method that can be taught, a way that we can understand. And he has an amazing intuition into the categories of what goes into making a good leader. And so I think John Maxwell would be um, someone who has been extremely influential in my life. And I would recommend reading any or all of his books. He's got, well, you're probably not going to get through all of them. He's got a whole bunch of them. But many of his leadership books have been really incredible. Some of them I've read multiple times because I believe that we as leaders, and Carrie, you are a leader among women, and uh, you connect with many women who are leaders and knowing our own personality, knowing our strengths, knowing where we fit, knowing our own niche, knowing uh, not trying to swim in someone else's lane, but staying in our lane, facing forward, we are going to get further and we are going to help more people. I think it's incredible to be able to understand those things about ourselves so that we can do a better job of what we have set out to do, what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. And then Amazing. finding finding people that will help us or that we can partner with that um, are not our strengths, areas where we are weak. I know, for instance, in our ministry, in, in sync, this is so funny. So the the woman that um, we that I work so closely with, we are exact opposites in personality. Yeah and and strengths um our skills are exactly the opposite she is very much an a personality she is a number one on the enneagram and she is very much you know all the details and all the paperwork and all she takes care of all of that and Mm -hmm. so i don't even bother with it i'm like whatever she'll do it (laughs) i love it well because i know that's not me either okay me don't give me the paperwork i am a spaz with paperwork (laughs) I'm the visionary. I'm the one that can see where we're going. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that sees out there and I can see the steps to get there. And I'm the one that's, it's like, okay, guys, this is what we need to do. And they're like, do you have any idea what this will take to get it done? But it doesn't matter. This is what we need to do. (laughs) I can see what's forward. So we work very well together. So I think, you know, um, John Maxwell and others, there, there are many others that have taught, you know, strength finding and personality and, you know, all of that kind of thing too. But I think that we need to be constantly learning because leaders are learners Mm -hmm. and the stronger that we get, the better we become and the more that we can help others and input into the lives of others. So I would say that would be my number two. My number three person is my son. My son Grant has faced some incredible difficulties and he has the most amazing positive spirit. So um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Grant Corgan. You can find him on YouTube, um, all of those things. Um, he had a spinal cord injury 11 years ago, two years post-injury. He uh, pushed himself using his arms nearly 100 miles across the polar plateau to the geographical south. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. The movie is called The Push. You can find it on uh, iTunes, um, Apple iTunes, I believe. Um, I believe it's still available on Amazon as well. So uh, The Push. Um, But through it all, he has set several world records. 
in spite of his injury. He has become a pilot. He has now become a float plane pilot. Amazing. He just keeps moving forward. He um, broke the world record of paddling around the perimeter of Lake Tahoe by over two hours. Oh my goodness. In an outrigger canoe. So he has been inspiring for me just because I see him as a visionary seeing way out there and looking forward. Now, I must say this, he and his wife come as a set. They're like salt and pepper. So you can't have him without her. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you get Love two it. for one on number three. Her name is Shauna. And if you watch the movie, you will see her as well. She is an amazing support team and talk about two people who work together marvelously. I would really, um, I, I want to edify them and give them props. And I think that it has been incredible that, the inspiration they have provided to thousands and thousands of people, it just warms my heart. That just hearing <laughs> that, you know, there's kind of two parts to that for me, you know, hearing that story is so inspiring, so inspiring. You want to do it, you can do it kind of, kind of thing. But the other part of it is seeing and hearing the pride in your voice about your son. And that, that's an, inspiring in itself. And I have a little tear in my eye because, you know, as a mom, you know, like, you know, my kids are two, but I can imagine that immense pride that you feel seeing what your son has accomplished, you know, just saying, you know, I'm not going to let this get in my way. I'm going to push past it and I'm going to do it. And that is something that I think so many of us need to be reminded of. You want something you can get it. You don't have to let anything get in your way. And that's really cool. And, and just thank you for sharing that story. I, 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 I'm taking notes as we're talking so I can go back and like, look all these things up. And I think his message to the world of overcoming adversity is a universal message. Mm -hmm. We can identify what our obstacles are we can name them, then we can problem solve and find a way to overcome them. And that is true what he has done. So he is definitely a trailblazer in that. And I, they both are, are amazing, amazing. Uh, uh, well, I want to call them kids because they're my kids. They are adults. They are in their forties, but they will forever be my children. Mm-hmm, for sure. I get that. I get that. Hey, listen, I'm 41 and my dad, whenever he introduces me to anyone says, and this is my baby because I'm the youngest. And then he always goes back and says, I realize that she's in her forties. She's still my baby. She will always be my baby. So I get it hundred percent. Get it. Wow. Those are some amazing influential people that you have on your list. I have to say, um, I really just have two more questions for you. And what, this is my, my last fun question. And this is a fun one for me. This, cause I just, I don't know. I would love to know if you have a nickname. The reason I ask this is simply because I think nicknames are interesting. I really do. I think there's such an interesting concept. So do you have a nickname? I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pause. <laughs> People would probably not understand this nickname, but, um, my nickname, my, uh, that many of my kayak friends call me is Whitewater Mama. Oh. And the reason is because when, well, I learned to kayak when my son was in college. He taught me, he taught me to roll and um, he taught me how to, how to run some rivers. So 
even after he was hurt, I continued to take my kayak down to the Truckee River, which is here in Reno. We have a whitewater park, but you can also start way upriver um, and run the river down. Well, I was in my 60s, and so they they were in their 30s, oh and <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> and I would be out there with my kayak, just you know, right along with them. So they thought it was really funny that I was as old as I was, and that I was out there playing in the in the river with them. So they just they always introduced me as Whitewater Mama. I love that. I love that. I think that is so awesome. What a fun nickname. <laughs> I don't have a fun nickname I like must that. Say in my 70s, I no longer run the river. I did give away my whitewater boat, but I have a flatwater boat now. I have the cutest little eddy line. And last summer, this is really fun. My sister and I, well, my, my husband took us over and put us in on the west shore of Lake Tahoe. And we paddled five miles into Emerald Bay, where we stayed four nights, five days wow. with our kayaks. It was a boat in camping only. So what you do is you take all your backpacking gear, your stove, your all, all of your stuff, you pack it in, in, in your kayak, and then you camp. So we camped and then we paddled back, we paddled out and he came back and picked us up. So I still kayak. I just don't do it at the level that I used to. So we can still just modify, right? It's like uh, when I do exercise classes with you young girls, it's like, you're going to be doing downward dog. I'm not going to be doing downward dog. <laughs> you're going to do jumping jacks. I'm going to just step, but I'm still yep. doing it. Right? You're still doing it. Listen, I have to say, I think it's amazing. I mean, five miles, gosh, I don't even think I can walk five miles. You are <laughs> really an inspiration, Pam. I got to say that seriously. And I mean that just talking to you, it's like, it's inspiring because you have so much passion behind all of the different things that you do between all the fun things you do in your personal life, your family, your work, your foundation. I mean, you're, you're a very inspirational person and you're very passionate. And just hearing you tell that story about kayaking and camping, that is so cool that, you know, that's something I I'm not good with a kayak. You listen, my parents used to have a beach house and my mom had a kayak and we'd go out on the bay cause their house was right on the bay and we had a dock. It was never pretty. My mom was like really into it. You know, my mom, my mom's always been in great shape. And meanwhile, I'm like, I can't get, it's not working. And it was just never pretty. It was always bad. And everyone was always like, all right, Kara's not coming. She's just going to stay because this isn't working. So <laughs> to me, hearing you say you kayaked five miles and then camped, like that's amazing to me. I mean, I, I I think to a lot of people that would be amazing and inspiring. And to think that you used to do even more than that is like, wow, that's so cool. You've just done a lot of really cool things. And I, I, I find that in itself really inspiring. So that that's awesome. I'm so excited. My face hurts from smiling, but I think that is so cool. Um, so last thing here, really, and I know we talked a little bit about this, but tell me where our listeners can connect with you, learn more about you, learn more about the work that you do. Um, yeah. What, what's the best way or ways for people to connect with you? You know, Kara, I really think the way you and I connected, we connected over a virtual cup of coffee 
which we do not live close to one another, nope. but because of the <laughs> internet, because of tech, which like I said, I've had to learn. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Uh, it, it works. It works. And we can talk to one another just like this. So I would love for anyone who wishes to connect with me over a virtual cup of coffee. And here's the thing. With Arbon, we have nearly 500 products. So I don't know if you are looking for toxin-free products for your baby, things that don't have parabens in them because it, it's a, an inexpensive preservative that masquerades as synthetic estrogen and you don't want to put that on your baby's behind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you're looking for or maybe you are looking for skincare or some beautiful makeup that is toxin-free that can help you feel your best, especially during these times when, you know, your body's going crazy, or, you know, maybe you're looking for a business opportunity, whatever that might be. I want to add value to your life. And that is an individual specific thing. So schedule with me a virtual cup of coffee at calendly.com slash Pam Corgan. Just click on virtual cup of coffee and what it, that will do, it will mesh your schedule with mine because, I, and I've had to learn to block out times when I'm not available. So I have to be better about mm-hmm. keeping my calendar, but what that will do is you will have some time slots that you can click on and it will schedule a, a, a meeting like this, a Zoom meeting like this with me. And I'm happy to talk with you and hear exactly what you're looking for exactly what your challenges are, answer your questions. So you can ask me anything and I'll do my best to answer. And um, if, if I don't know the answer, we can find out. I'm really happy with saying, I don't know, but I know where to find out and we can figure that out and we'll, we'll work it out together. So if you would like to connect with me, please do. I love these virtual cup of coffees. And I think they're so much fun. I love meeting new people. And most of all, I love helping people solve problems. I love it. I think that's so awesome. Pam, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your day to be with me today and talk to me and tell me all about all this wonderful stuff. (laughs) I mean, there's just so much that I didn't know. And, you know, a lot that I did after talking with you before, but this is awesome. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with me on my show today. It means a lot to me. You are so welcome, Kara. I'm so glad that we've gotten to know one another. I want to keep in touch and I really applaud the work that you're doing. I think it's very needed. You've definitely found your niche and I'd love to see those little babies of yours. I want to, I want to cuddle them up and hold them. Tell me about it. (laughs) Grandma at heart. So bring me those babies, would you? Kara, this is so much fun. I really have appreciated talking to you and I'm really happy to spread the word to your listeners that you can have joy in your life, that you can have some, you just make some better choices Mm -hmm. and you can get through wherever you are right now because it's just a season. It's just a season. It won't last forever. 